Welcome to Talking on Purpose with Tori, the podcast and internet show. I know the title caught your attention, and I assure you it was not a typo. I think we experience a certain level of angst, turmoil, and hell at the beginning of a new process. When we surrender our lives to Christ and things don't go as expected, we feel discouraged. We may go to extremes trying to prove that Paul's teaching and doctrines are vastly more important than the words, education, and instruction of Christ. I know that was an intense metaphor, but one I hope you will meditate on, especially as a believer, evangelist, or student of our Lord and Savior. Minimizing one aspect places a spotlight on another. The more we do that and acknowledge where we sit on the spectrum can feel like hell. If you are reading the one-year Bible with us, you will notice that the devotionals lead you to ask questions, pray, and seek the guidance of the Holy Spirit. Like the narratives in the Bible, we also have those who teach the Word of God from their current circumstance. I will say that I believe that the intention of God's Word for us is to, one, tell the world who God is, and two, that the Bible is about the good news of Jesus, the Son of God. As I continue to study the epistles and the order concerning church, family, love, and discipline, I have felt convicted to dig deeper. If I am to bear fruit, what will be eaten from my behavior, thoughts, actions, existence? Those are the things that keep me up at night. (laughs) Hello, I'm Tori, your life coach and host. You're listening to Talking on Purpose with Tori, the podcast and internet show. Grab your notebook, share this with a friend via social media, email, or text, and let's dive into the hell in minimalism. Today, we will explore some deeply rooted beliefs. I hope you're ready to take notes, open your Bible, and begin self-examination. What is hell? Sheol, as it is referred to in the Old Testament, is the realm of the dead. I was hoping you could think about that for a few moments. Without getting too far away from the context, what are the dead or decaying areas of your life? When I examined my life, I was startled by the missed opportunities to bring life or be a part of God's plan. How do I know? Well, I watched others who were faithfully walking the path I should have followed, and now they are bearing fruit for others. To me, that is an experience of hell. I don't want to take the level of seriousness we ought to approach our eternal life with, but we shouldn't just focus so heavily on doing right and wrong, having an it's-all-about-me approach to life. Yes, we will answer individually for our choices, 
However, we miss the bigger picture if we focus solely on that aspect. Christ came to save and be light to those in darkness. Now, what does this have to do with minimalism and why why would it cause us to experience a hell-like environment? It harkens back to the parable of the rich man. Yes, if you haven't figured it out, we are using this teaching from Jesus as our focal scripture to declutter, unclench our fist, seek purpose through God's perspective. Spanish philosopher Jorge Ortega y Gasset wisely said, Tell me to what you pay attention and I will tell you who you are. Our stuff, material things, storage units, I don't know what I have junk gets in the way of the light we are to shine. Not only are we living in rebellion, but experience a level of discouragement placing us in an awkward position with God. Before you think I am browbeating you, I also have to check my posture, okay? So this message is very much for me. By placing so many things in front of God, our business, my business, our family's friends stuff, it is hell. Let me turn your attention back to the fall of creation when Adam and Eve seized autonomy for themselves. The first thing they did was hide. Okay, follow this narrative, and if you think it's junk, well, toss it out. Seek Jesus through the Holy Spirit and let us know in the comments what you were given. Okay, we hide our stuff. We hide it in boxes, offshore accounts, padlock it, password it, put it in drawers, closets, in our cars, in the trunks, in the attics, in the basement, under the bed. We have stuff everywhere. I have stuff everywhere, hidden, unused, decaying. I am a keeper of dead things. And what's worse, I am still processing how best to let it go. If this is true of you and your circumstances, are you ready for God to take the hell out of you? To go back to an earlier point made about the epistles and why we as Christians should perhaps emphasize more the gospel teachings of Jesus is that the letters to the churches and individuals were available before the gospel accounts. And I mean this in written form. The word was already spreading out. It was wildfire because the good news was here. Let me go back. Um, pull it back a little bit. Most Bible scholars and theologians, again, with this view, which would be that Paul wrote these letters to guide the early church into order. Jesus is our most significant teacher of what we as humans ought to do. My encouragement is that some part of the four Gospels should be read daily, as with a psalm and a proverb, just a suggestion, and I pray you are positively motivated to commit to that. Now, does this mean that I don't use or find value in the Pauline epistles? Of course. Wait. Uh, yes. I'm not saying that. My point is we can get so bogged down with those teachings and those doctrines that we don't look at the context of why they were written. 
And if we place those teachings and doctrines above what Jesus was saying, we will miss the whole command to do what? Love the Lord your God with all your heart, mind, soul, and strength, and your neighbor as yourself. Paul, of course, preached this. He taught this. But he also taught about division and how to conduct ourselves almost you know what? Let me not go there. Let me not go there because I'm not going to browbeat one of the greatest philosophers, theologians, man of God that walked this earth. He was a powerful influence for the gospel. So let me not go all the way there. Okay. Ask yourself, what contributes to hellish feelings? Lack of control. I just did some. A little self-restraint never hurts anybody. (laughs) So what contributes to hellish feelings? Lack of control, action, focus, irresponsibility, and refusal to listen. If you think I missed some, please add yours. So what do we do to combat this and focus on the light of Christ rather than the dark chaos of hell? We minimize the noise and maximize exposure to his light. You may need to remove yourself from chaotic, unorganized organizations that have sprinkled its seeds in rocky soil. While we should be aware of our behavior, it is wise to pay attention to what we absorb. If you think your surroundings aren't affecting you, One litmus test is to try something new. If you have a negative attitude or are closed-minded and fearful, ask yourself why. We bear fruit from the trees we are planted among. Mm -hmm. Take it to God and prayer and seek his guidance. Will minimizing your circle feel like hell? Absolutely. We are creatures of habit and crave normalcy. 2020 proved that, okay? (laughs) Don't let the temporary uncertainty deter you from moving forward. It is a process. Healing is a process. That burning desire to return to the unbeneficial dead things can be quenched through the living water of Christ. Explore the concordance and find specific verses that encourage you to stay well, Sober-minded, leave the intoxicating environments so that you can get the hell out of you. This mentoring session may have seemed a little rough, but I hope it ruffles your feathers and gets you to take responsibility for your actions. We don't have to live life in opposition to Christ. It is a choice. Don't be content with the way things are. Christ calls to those who love him and he wants a relationship with you. Open your heart to experience his love so that you can love the Lord your God with all your heart, mind, soul, and strength and your neighbor as yourself. I cannot say that enough. Let the Lord replenish your soul and remind you of your value. You are an incredible person because God created you. 
we can embrace change, welcome it into our space, declutter our thinking, and be ready to move on. Are you ready to be a different you? Join me next week and don't forget to share Talking on Purpose with Tori, the podcast and internet show with your circle. Together, we can make a powerful impact. Please check the show notes and visit www.OurGivenPurpose.com for more information and resources. Also, Our Given Purpose, the podcast has moved. We have a brand new RSS feed. So please visit OurGivenPurpose.com for all the links and to receive the newly updated, hello, episodes moving through season eight. This is Tori. Thank you for walking with me on Talking on Purpose with Tori, the podcast and internet show. You've just heard the hell in minimalism. Go ahead and queue up another episode. Check out our previous mentoring session, Speak Less, Decluttering Your Noisy Environment.